0: Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three. Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh, my MVP gosh, it's time. Windy City Assassin does it again! Well, we're into the conference finals, and there's just about as much news off the floor as there is on the floor in the NBA, and we have a lot of Bulls talk to get to because we had a big injury come up in the Bulls' backcourt. Welcome in to the Believe in Bulls podcast here on the Bleed Podcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. It is so great to be back with you for another week. I promised a full breakdown, a deep dive into point guard candidates this week. We were going to talk about, you know, who can come in be the starting point guard, etc., cetera, et cetera, And the day after last week's episode dropped, we found out that Kobe White's out for four months. This from the Bulls on Twitter, quote, Kobe White underwent successful surgery on his left shoulder today to repair damage from an injury sustained this past weekend while engaged in basketball activities away from the team. He will be reevaluated in four months. That was last Thursday. That was six days ago because I'm recording this Wednesday, June 16th. This is about... 545 at night I was going to record earlier but I had to wait because we got a lot of NBA news today but my point is this was less than a week ago now that Kobe White is going to be out for four months now this was the same day that we found out the important dates for next season 2021-22 NBA season this is from Sean Sharani a friend of the show friend of mine He said key dates for next NBA season. This is last Thursday, right around the time we found out about Kobe White. September 28th, training camp starts. October 19th, regular season starts. April 16th, playoffs start. June 2nd, finals game one. June 19th, finals game seven. June 23rd, NBA draft. So the NBA is getting back to its normal schedule. But if you're doing the math, we're in June right now. Four months from now, is October, and the Bulls said Kobe White will not be back in four months. He will be reevaluated in four months. So that quick math says he might not be ready for the regular season, and it doesn't sound like he'll be ready for training camp at all. With that in mind, the biggest need for the Bulls this offseason, I've said it, other people have said it, and I will continue to say it now, is a point guard. That need just got amplified that much more because you're down Kobe White from basketball activities for at least four months. Now, I don't know what he did to his shoulder. I know their surgery, they had surgery on it, and I don't know the severity of the injury. It was obviously severe enough for surgery and to be out at least four months for reevaluation. But now the question comes up, you need a point guard more than you did before Kobe got hurt. Now who can you get? I promised a deep dive into point guards. I have been pounding my chest for Lonzo Ball for six months now. That is still my ideal choice. My Bulls hot take is if the Bulls can swing Lonzo, they're in the playoffs next year. And I'm not talking play-in tournament to playoffs. No, I'm talking at least the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. But I've told you all that already. And if you want to hear it again, just go back and listen to the episodes of the podcast where I was talking about the trade deadline. I said Lonzo Ball should have been the top priority. The first episode of the show, we started with trade rumors about Lonzo Ball. There is interest. Adrian Wojnarowski and other reporters have reported that the Bulls are interested in Lonzo. He's a restricted free agent, though, and there's a lot that goes into that. Again, I've talked about all of this. So I'm not going to repeat myself just to fill the time. There are other point guards out there, and there are other point guards the Bulls have been attached to. One in particular is EuroLeague MVP Vasilije Micic. He is from Serbia, and to me, he is the most interesting point guard candidate the Bulls are looking at. Now, who is this guy? I have never heard of this guy. Apparently, Oklahoma City owns his rights, so Oklahoma City had an eye on him, and he's a very intriguing prospect. Again, EuroLeague MVP, 16.7 points per game. 4.9 4.9 assists per game. And you heard me say, Oklahoma City owns his rights. So this would require a trade. I don't want to get into what would be a good price for Vasilya Mitchich, What would be, you know, an unreasonable price? Would draft picks be involved? Blah, 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 blah. I'm not getting into that. At least not yet. I want to get into now, who is this guy? He plays in the EuroLeague. You heard the stats. The big question with him is his defense. And on this Bulls team, defense is a big question mark to begin with. So the question, if you're Arturis Karnaschovas, is do you take a risk and bring in a point guard who's not going to help you much on defense or at least as much as other potential point guards out there because he can do it all on offense? Is your offense going to be able to do it enough to make up for the defense? Because you got to remember, as great as the Nikola Vucevic trade is, because I'm still a big Nikola Vucevic fan, He doesn't bring defense like a guy his size would, at least that you'd think he would. Like, that's just the shortcoming you have with a player like Nikola Vucevic. Zach Levine, not a good defender. That's not unreasonable to say. So if you bring in a point guard, that's also not a very good defender. That's at least three positions on the floor where you've got defensive liabilities going on. Would you want to do that? That would be a question for our tourists and Mark Eversley. And Billy Donovan needs to be looped in on that. Because you need to see, and even your coaching staff, can you develop his defense? Can you turn him into a good defender? Because you've got Patrick Williams, who's a great defender. He's going to be one of the great defenders in the league one day, the more he develops. You can't just have one great defender. You've got to have multiple. And that's just basketball. I mean, that's just basketball one-on-one. You've got to have multiple guys who can defend. I've watched film. Not sold on this guy's defensive ability, at least not yet. What this is gonna come down to is Arturis Karnashovis's vision and his eye for picking out these European players. Look at Nikola Jokic, the league MVP this year, who should not have been thrown out of that Suns game, but I'm not gonna go on that rant right now. I wanna talk about the fact that our Tourist saw something in Nikola Jokic that no one else saw. He was a second round draft pick for Denver and turned into a league MVP this year, and one of my favorite players in the game. Karnaschovas can see these guys. I trust Arturis' eye when it comes to picking out these prospects. If he sees something he likes in i Micic, uh, full disclosure, I have too much fun saying his name, if he sees something in this guy, my gut says to trust him. If this was Garth Foreman or John Paxton doing this, I don't know if I'd be worth the gamble. You know, I I feel like Arturis, his history with Denver, and like I said, I just go back to Jokic is the big one. There are others out there that he's found. Yusuf Nurkic comes to mind, but his ability to pick out these players makes Michic that much more of an intriguing option for the Bulls. And again, the price has got to be right. This guy's not a free agent. You're going to have to give something up for him. And I don't know what that is, but he's an option that's out there. And again, I trust Arturis' eye. We'll see. But that's like the biggest new name to come out of the point guard search is Vasilje Micic. Now, Kemba Walker's name has also been thrown around. I don't know if I want any part of that because he's had trouble staying healthy. That's a hefty price tag. Not sure Kemba Walker would be a good option. That would be a Gar Pax move to go out and get Kemba Walker because you'd be paying him a ton of money. He'd likely get hurt. It'd be very similar to like an Otto Porter Jr. situation because he wants out of Boston. You'd have to trade for him. you got to give something up. What would you give up for Kemba Walker, especially for that price tag? You don't have a lot of cap space to work with in that regard with that however much he's making next year up to like 30 million. No way I say that's a negative. I do not want Kemba Walker. Chris Paul's name has also kind of come up in rumors and fan, you know, pipe dreams and whatnot, because the ringer reported that CP3 might decline his option in Phoenix. And if that happens, you know, you saw what Chris Paul has done with Phoenix. Phoenix was a barely a bubble team last year and they turned into the number one seed in the West and they're playing really, really good basketball right now. They're going on to the Western Conference Finals. They just eliminated Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets. Chris Paul has been a big part of that. More on him in a second, by the way, because Phoenix might be down Chris Paul, at least for the start of the Conference Finals. But he's an option that's out there, I guess. He's another one you're going to have to pay him a ton of money. He would help your team tremendously. He is very similar to how Rajan Rondo plays in terms of being a coach on the floor. But the thing with Chris Paul is that the guy's just a winner. And would he turn this Bulls team around from the point guard position? Absolutely. That would be a home run signing if you could do it. I'm sorry. I don't want to make sports references. It would be a slam dunk if you could sign Chris Paul. I think that's two pie in the sky. But again, I've been surprised before. You know, I thought Billy Donovan was too pie in the sky and he's the coach of the Bulls now. So... Anything can happen, but that's another name I've heard thrown around, like fan pipe dreams and, you know, teams looking for point guards if Chris Paul becomes a free agent. But that's just another option that's out there as well. But those are your biggest names right now. And, I mean, there are going to be more that come around. I think we're going to get a clearer picture after the lottery, which is coming up next week, June 22nd. I think that's going to answer a lot of questions as well. I still say Lonzo Ball is my option. I think you do whatever it takes to get Lonzo cuz I think he can carry you to the playoffs. But there again are other options out there, especially now with Kobe White on the shelf for again at least 4 months until he's being reevaluated. The phrasing of that press release was not that he would be available to play in basketball activities cleared in 4 months. He'll be reevaluated in four months. That is not reassuring at all, and that makes this point guard search even bigger going forward. Now, let's look at this big news day that we had in the NBA on this Wednesday. And I swear to you, I think all, if most, if not all, of this happened by 3 o'clock this afternoon. Scott Brooks is out in Washington after contract negotiations broke down. Stan Van Gundy is out as New Orleans Pelicans coach after one season – and Mark Shanowski of ABC7 Chicago, formerly of NBC Sports Chicago, and and he's still with Stadium as their Bulls insider tweeted that maybe that doesn't bode well for Lonzo to the Bulls because it doesn't sound like Lonzo and SVG got along very well. But, yes, yeah, Dan Van Gundy is out in New Orleans. As teased before, Chris Paul is in COVID protocols for Phoenix, and it's unclear how available he'll be for the conference finals I think it comes down to whether or not he's vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, he's in COVID-19 protocols. That does not bode well for Monty Williams and the Phoenix Suns. The aforementioned Shams Sharania reported today. uh, Reports came out before that Kawhi Leonard was dealing with a knee injury and wouldn't be available for tonight's game against the Utah Jazz. And Shams reported that there's potentially damage to Kawhi's ACL. And that could also impact his availability for the series going forward that's huge news for the Los Angeles Clippers and man losing a guy like Kawhi that that would be just that's just devastating I mean I don't trust Paul George in the playoffs so yeah losing Kawhi man that would uh man that would be terrible it's just potentially awful news and hoping for the best for Kawhi and this was kind of the last domino to fall uh Donnie Nelson the general manager of the Dallas Mavericks got fired today and judging by some of the tweets I've seen, uh, Luka Doncic isn't too happy. You know, I've been outspoken on the free Luka train. I have constantly said, I think I've said it on this show, on my live show, on my Twitter. Get Luka the hell out of Dallas. And if it's true that he's not happy that Donnie Nelson was just fired, which just that surprised me. I about dropped my phone when I saw that. If it's true that he's unhappy, that's all the more reason to just get him out of Dallas, get him to a team where he can consistently make a deep playoff run and not be the only guy carrying the load and be the superstar he is on the big stage. Because Dallas, that's just not a good situation for him. I like Rick Carlisle as a coach, but I think that situation, I I, I don't know. And if he liked the GM that was there, man, this could get ugly in Dallas if it's true that is not happy about the firing of Donnie Nelson. So that's something to monitor. It's just, again, a huge NBA news day on this Wednesday. I'm going to wrap it up here. Let's talk about what we're going to do next week. Next week's show is the day after the lottery. The lottery is Tuesday night, June 22nd at 7.30 p.m. The Bulls have a 20.3% chance of a top four pick. That's the only way they keep that pick, is that they're in the top four because of the Nikola Vucevic trade. That is a top four protected pick. Next week's show will be about where the Bulls go next. If they keep the top four pick, who are those options? And it's a really good draft to be in the top four. If they don't have a first round pick, where do they go in free agency? It's going to be a jam-packed show. And hopefully we're having a lot of fun. Hopefully there's a lot of, there's a lot of different things we'll be able to talk about regardless of what happens with the lottery balls and where they fall, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, next week's show is going to be big, and we're going to be talking about where this path in this offseason goes for the Chicago Bulls. And because I'm hooked on Loki, the new Marvel show Loki, there are a couple different timelines we can follow here. And Tuesdays the day, we'll determine which timeline we go through in this sacred timeline. If you haven't seen Loki, watch it. It's really, really good. I'm hooked, and I'm really hoping I get a chance to talk about it more, and I can make more references like that. That is a wrap for this week's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Bleed Podcast Network. Please subscribe to the pod on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We've had a good amount of downloads this month. I thank you all for your support and for listening. We'll talk to you back here next week. And we're going to see which direction we're going with the Chicago Bulls this offseason. I hope you'll join me then. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early